You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 46 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale about gardening. I'm an amateur gardener myself. I keep my bush freshly trimmed, especially during bikini season, but I've I've also been known to grow it out in the winter. Oh man, it was hard to say that with a straight face. But what I can say with 100% certainty is my bush trimming skills aren't nearly as top-notch as the person or persons in our story today. And that is for show. Quick side note, the podcast rankings are a bit of a sham, but this week I was happy to see the podcast is ranked number 165 in the true crime category in Sweden. You gotta celebrate those small victories when you can. And any excuse to bust out the air horn... It's fine by me. Coincidentally, the story today will be taking place in Sweden. Nah, just kidding. It's in Canada. The main stories I come across are in North America. Because of my location, I guess. So if you are listening from Sweden and want your country represented a little more, feel free to send me any crime stories you are aware of. Otherwise, the best I can do for you is maybe a case about a lady taking a dump on a couch in an Ikea or a guy stealing Swedish meatballs. Anywho, let's get a joke in and move on with it. So a guy walks into a bar and orders a beer. He tells the bartender, Ah, I figured it was time to get out of the house. My neighbor with the big boobs has been gardening topless all afternoon. The bartender raises an eyebrow. Hey, that doesn't sound too bad. And the guy replies, Well, it wouldn't be if his wife would try it occasionally. (laughs) All right. You know what that sound means? Let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home to water your prize-winning petunias. 
episode number 46, The Bushwhacker. In high school, I had a buddy named Steve. He was an interesting guy. I remember he didn't get along well with his parents. So some nights when they'd have a fight, there was this boat in the woods near his house, like an old abandoned rowboat just sitting out there. And he'd grab a pillow and sleep in it from time to time. Some days he'd show up to school looking disheveled, and we knew. We'd go, hey Steve, you sleep in the boat last night? And he'd say, yep, wild stuff. Steve was a very talented artist. He'd always be sketching, making these beautiful works of art. A mother and father holding a newborn baby. A dude working out at the gym getting swole. An island paradise. That guy could draw anything. But the funny thing was, if you'd look a little closer at his sketches, you'd come to realize that everything was made up of penises. That nice family holding their baby? Dicks. Those palm trees on the island paradise? Dicks. Want to guess what that sweaty dude was struggling to lift at the gym? Dick, 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 dick. Kind of disturbing, but also hilarious. When you think long and hard about it, that really just made his artistic skills all the more impressive. I miss my old buddy Steve. And you know what? Something tells me he would have gotten along well with the character in this story. Okay. Today we are headed to Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Windsor is a city with a population of about 335,000 people, located in southwestern Ontario. I've never been. It's approximately a four-hour drive from where I'm at. Windsor is on the Canada-U.S. border. It's right beside Detroit, Michigan. According to TripAdvisor, some of the nicer sights to see in Windsor are the Windsor waterfront. There's some amazing views along the Detroit River. You also got Caesars Windsor, which is a big-ass casino over there, complete with hotels and all that. Adventure Bay Family Water Park. If you want to entertain the kids, it has an Olympic-sized pool, lots of water slides, lazy river. Looks like a cool place. If you like the outdoors, Windsor also has Coventry Gardens, Dieppe Gardens, Jackson Park. These all have beautifully manicured plants, trees, flowers, etc. And that is a decent segue into our story, because it's going to involve an amateur gardener, or gardeners. We're not really sure, because this is an unsolved mystery. Cue the music. Actually, never mind, I don't want to get sued. Alright, I'm getting ahead of myself here. The scene of the crime is going to be in a set of bushes in Assumption Park, which is on the waterfront right by Windsor Sculpture Park. Let's hear a brief description of this place, straight from Wikipedia, because it is such a reliable source. Never steered us wrong so far. The Windsor Sculpture Park, formerly known as the Odette Sculpture Park, is an open space in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, that shows 35 large-scale contemporary sculptures by world-renowned artists, including Elizabeth Frink, Gerald Gladstone, and Sorel Etrog. It looks like a classy spot, receiving 4.6 stars from 2,110 Google reviews. Let's check out a few of those reviews, shall we? Ashley Z, 5 stars, quote, I visited the riverfront for the first time in two years. The riverfront is always well-kept, and new sculptures are fun to look at and explore. There are now electric scooters to rent, which looks like fun. I didn't try them, but there were a few people using them. Donald also gave five stars and said, quote, It's one of our favorite things to do while visiting Windsor. Beautiful walk or bike ride along the waterfront overlooking the Detroit skyline. Love it. Great place to picnic as well. I had to hunt for a while to get a bad review, but here it is. Jacqueline Jeffries, three stars, quote, A lot of Canadian goose poop. 
Sculptures are fenced off. Nice view on a clear day. End quote. So even that wasn't bad. Anywho, this is the area we're dealing with. It's artsy and kind of classy. Well, it was. That is until mid-October of 2013. And that's when Windsor residents woke up to quite the sight. Joggers and old ladies out for some fresh air. Well, they all got an eyeful as someone had trimmed one of the bushes on the waterfront into the shape of a penis, complete with balls and everything. The National Post said cocky vandals aroused the attention of city officials. Kudos to them for that headline. It seems the journalists used up all the cheesy puns before I could, unfortunately. Yeah, I really got shafted on this one. Whoever this perverted Edward Scissorhands was, well, they had some talent. It really looked like a dick and balls, and that's no easy feat. Apparently the city, they were letting this strangely shaped bush grow out, and they were planning on shaping it into a caterpillar. Further down the waterfront, there was a bush that looked like a deer. So yeah, their story checks out. We're going to be getting lots of quotes from the city's executive director of parks and facilities, a man by the name of John Maselli, not to be confused with Tony Maselli from Who's the Boss? Great show. Here's what he had to say. Hey, the bush was in the sculpture garden, and somebody took it upon themselves to, uh, reshape the bush into something that they wanted to see. When somebody damages or vandalizes any city property, we take that very seriously. We address it as quickly as possible. End quote. And address it they did. Within a half hour of hearing about it, the city had a guy reshape that bush ASAP. He did a real hack job, too. So basically what they did was keep the part that looked like balls. They trimmed off the shaft, leaving just a thin branch that connected to the head of what was originally the penis. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I'll post pics in the Excuse Me That's Illegal Facebook group. And don't worry, there are dick pics of the bush before it was fixed. The city got on top of that quick, but not before residents took pictures. I mean, come on. How could you not sneak in a pic of that dick? That would be a real boner. John Maselli, uh, you could tell he thought it was funny, but he had to be professional about the situation. Forget about it. John Maselli, quote, We just would hope that people respect public property and not vandalize it. Quite honestly... It's a concern of all the residents when people destroy public property. We believe that some people would find it offensive. Although we support public art, we didn't support the sculpting of that particular piece of art. End quote. The story got a lot of attention. Well-known Canadian novelist and poet Margaret Atwood tweeted jokingly about it. And talk show host Jimmy Kimmel even did a little segment about it on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Having some late night laughs about this ridiculous situation. The crowd yucked it up as Jimmy posed the question, Could you imagine being the gardener who had to circumcise a bush? End quote. It was a good time. People laughed it off. The city fixed the problem. And let's be honest. Windsor and the sculpture garden got worldwide attention. And that's not exactly a bad thing. Eventually, things went back to normal. That is, until two weeks later, when Edward Dildo Hands was at it again. This time, it wasn't his finest work. But the bush did have that mushroom-like shape at the top. CBC News interviewed a couple people in the park that day. Jay Badersky said, quote, I do see a penis head, for sure. I don't know about the bottom part, though. End quote. Chloe DeRoy, an artist in the area, was pleased with it. I think it's hilarious. But artists don't really have that much of a filter when it comes to nudity. End quote. That is true. And this person seemed to be quite the artiste. This penis was a little more abstract, smaller and more subtle than the other one. But hey... Size doesn't matter. Art is subjective, and beauty is in the eye of the beholder, 
and all that jazz. The freshly trimmed bush made a splash yet again. Our boy Jimmy Kimmel talked about it on his show for the second time. He said, quote, It's always a shame when governments repress artistic expression. End quote. Indeed it is. This is the most hilarious part of the story. The parks department showed up at the scene, but after looking it over, they didn't make any changes to the bush. Locals confirmed that this bush had looked like that all along. That was its natural shape. It seems as though everyone just had penis on the brain. They had their guard up, and their imaginations got the best of them. People called up the city to complain about the penis-shaped plant, which is crazy, because that's what it always looked like, and no one batted an eyelash prior to the other incident. I watched the footage of the first penis plant on Jimmy Kimmel, and when you watch that video, you can see the second somewhat pecker-shaped bush in the background. It was CBC News that figured it out, so respect to them for their investigative work. Maselli seemed happier this time around, likely because nothing was amiss, and he was finally realizing there were benefits to being featured on talk shows and various news outlets. Quote, The sculpture garden is getting all kinds of attention, and the bushes in the sculpture garden are getting all kinds of attention too. It's a good thing. Hopefully people will visit our sculpture garden more often and take a look for themselves. Hey, oh, oh, hey. He didn't say that last part. Just having trouble consistently <laughs> doing this accent. Keeps getting worse. Maselli's happiness would be short-lived, though, because a few weeks later, the mystery gardener was at it again, for real this time. Thursday, November 21st, well, let's hear it from John Maselli. Quote, Someone placed the letters P-E-N-I-S at the site. End quote. That's right. In the plot of land where the bushes were located, someone wrote penis in the dirt using garland, which is what a Christmas wreath would be made out of, I thought. I don't know, maybe you guys are smarter than me. I didn't really know what garland was. I thought you just wrapped it around a Christmas tree or something. They wrote it in bush trimmings. Let's just call it that. My bush trimmings usually just go down the sink. But hey, to each their own. Anyways, that also took some real skills to write that. But you know, not so classy. And that was the final straw. The city pulled out all the shrubs and just planted grass in that spot where the bushes previously stood. Party over. And that's understandable. Even I get that. The penis shrubs were funny, and art can be interpreted in different ways. I thought they should have just kept it there. Would have been a cool landmark or something. It was good, truly artistic. But just writing penis in the dirt, not cool. And John Maselli agrees. Quote, It's language we really don't want to see on the riverfront. Unfortunately, some people are taking it to a whole nother level. We just want to deter people from doing that kind of stuff. End quote. Makes you kind of wonder. So the first penis looked great, done by someone with real artistic talent and a green thumb. The second was everyone's imagination, and the third was just immature. Was it the same person that did the first and third one, or a copycat? Someone that just wanted to get in on the action and snag some of that notoriety. In my opinion, the first sculpture was done by a pro, maybe a disgruntled ex-employee that worked for the parks department, or just a really good artist in the community. Or perhaps, like my friend Steve, a talented teenager with a strange obsession with schlongs. Let me try that again. A strange obsession with schlongs. Wow, say that three times fast. Uh, like I said, the bush trimmer was never caught. If he or she or they were caught, what would have happened? Sarah Bozveld of the National Post sat down for an interview with our boy, the City of Windsor's Executive Director of Parks and Facilities, John Maselli to get more insight. And here are a few questions from that interview. 
Sarah, do you worry that this might reflect poorly on you? That you've been unable to thwart the penis pruning bandit? Maselli, it's like having a child with bad behavior. If you don't address the behavior, it's going to continue to grow. Sarah, and this, some would argue, is pretty childish. Maselli, it was a great novelty in the beginning. It put our sculpture garden on the map. But there comes a point in time when you've got to say for yourself, this is no longer about a prank, if you will. It's more about someone wants to send a message. Well, it's unfortunate that they don't use their talents with our Adopt-a-Park program. We could really use their skills. Because they're very, very good, whoever's doing it, at being able to, uh, you know, shape things. Sarah, so that's your strategy? Show yourself and we may have a job for you? Maselli, I have no qualms about it. Give me a call. Come see me and we'll see if we can use your skill set. Sarah, you wouldn't charge them with vandalism if they came forward? Maselli, that's something we'd have to discuss with senior administration. My position would be no. End quote. There you have it. Penis pruning bandit. I like that. If you're still out there, come forward. There might be a job out there waiting for you. Unless, of course, Maselli just wants this person to come forward so he can get a few of his boys from the pox department together to dish out a good old-fashioned beatdown. Fit them with some cement shoes and throw them in the Detroit River so they can swim into fishes. Anyways, great stuff. And hey, not everyone was fed up with the penis sculptor in the city of Windsor, as you can imagine. In some eyes, they were a bit of a hero. A legend. The city professionals, like Meatball Maselli, had to put on an angry front for the cameras. You know, because this was affecting their jobs, making them look bad. But average Joes and Janes in the community? Well, some of them were yearning for more. In 2016, What's Up Windsor posted an article on the three-year anniversary of the final legendary attack on those bushes on the Windsor waterfront. They interviewed Jeff Morris, a local resident who's been longing for a return. I've missed seeing my hometown mentioned on Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert shows. We were in the news a lot in 2013 for our penis bushes. It was a fun time for Windsor. End quote. Morris goes on to wonder who is the penis bush bandit. And more importantly, where is the penis bush bandit? This guy is obsessed. He even had a scrapbook of pictures and news articles, memorializing the moment. He added, quote, Sure, Windsor has had other scandals like the library porn show and the 30-year-old high school basketball player, but the penis bush bandit? He was one of a kind. End quote. Okay, hold on a moment. I just gotta jot something down. Library porn show, 30-year-old high school basketball player. Okay, we might be headed back to Windsor for another episode in the near future, because those stories sound fabulous. Hmm, this Morris character. I wonder if anyone's looked into this guy. He appears to be quite the suspect. I mean, why would you have a scrapbook? That's pretty crazy. And getting interviewed to try to keep this subject in everyone's minds years later? I don't know about this guy. Well, I guess if serial killers, the sickest individuals this world has to offer, can have groupies, why can't a penis pruner have some fanfare? Oh, and there's another minor detail about Morris that keeps him off the radar. He just doesn't have the talent. He's all thumbs. And I don't mean green thumbs. In the summer of 2016, he tried his best to replicate the masterpiece that swept the nation with the shrubbery in his backyard, and he failed miserably. He said, quote, When I finished, they looked like they needed Viagra. End quote. Yep, he lacked the most important part, the skills to make those bushes stand at and demand attention. 
Likely we'll never find out who it was that pruned those bushes back in 2013. Maybe it was Morris. Maybe it was Maselli trying to get worldwide attention for the park and put the beautiful city of Windsor on the map. If that was the case, then mission accomplished, my good sir. This is one of those mysteries that I feel is better left unsolved. Better to leave it up to your imagination. And hey, isn't that what art is all about anyways? Imagination? And we are back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's a wrap on episode number 46, The Bushwhacker. Who doesn't love to grab hold of and squeeze a hard-to-solve mystery? As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby! So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Hi, this is Kitty, and this is my uh, recollection for, excuse me, that's illegal. (laughs) My story is called Illegal Dumping, and I was due to meet a guy who um, we'd been talking, it was getting pretty exciting, he was very good looking, and he asked uh, if you want me to meet him at the gym that Friday, because um, we could work out together, maybe go and get a drink together afterwards, so naturally, oof, I was so excited. And foolishly, the Thursday night before, I decided to take a laxative tea because I really wanted to have a nice flat tummy uh, for working out next to this guy. So from my experience, they actually pretty much worked. The next morning, you'd get up, you'd have the release, and you'd feel pretty uh, trim all day. But the next morning, nothing happened, not even a gurgle, nothing at all, no matter the coffee, the breakfast I had, just zero. So I thought, well, maybe... Maybe just not working that one. The day went by at work and couldn't wait to get to the gym. And I was on my way there when suddenly there was a tremendous, like a bolt of lightning spasm through my lower uh, abdomen, bowels, intestinal area. And it, it just was urgent. It was, there is something about to 
make a mass exodus out of this body and you need to find a place to do it. Well, it's Friday. There was no uh, getting out of the traffic. There I was still, I was like midway between the office. I couldn't go back. The gym just seemed far and far away. I was sweating. My brow was perspiring. I was sweating under the arms. I was couldn't think straight. I just knew I wasn't going to make it. And the thought of, of just showing up a stinky, sweaty, desperate mass was not appealing. Say so he was waiting for me at the gym. Say so he was waiting for me in, in the waiting area. I was like, oh, I, I, I'm just going to take a, a left turn over here into this like, industrial area. Maybe I can take a shortcut to the gym back there. Couldn't find any tree or any bush. And there was just so far too many people around, trucks backing up. It's like it was Friday and it wasn't late enough. There was still people around. Anyway, I'm getting close to the gym, just wondering if I could possibly make it. But no, as the closer I got, the more intense the feeling to go was. It was almost my body was knowing, like, you know, are you going to make it? You're not. I can see it, but I'm not going to make it. So I just pulled in behind the gym. There was an, an, uh, a printing area there and there was trucks going up and down. And so I'm like, let me just back into that dumpster area where it says no dumping allowed. And I'm like, let me just back up here and just try and take some cover. Maybe I can get up. But I couldn't. I couldn't get out of my car. It was that intense. I look in the back seat. I had only thing I had in the backseat was a box, a box of, I was selling Avon at that time, and there was some items there for a customer I was going to deliver to them. So I emptied the box, and it wasn't a really strong box, but I'm like, this is a receptacle. I sat on it, and it was tremendous. It was just immense, and it was just nonstop. A mixture of peep and poop and just trundling out like there was no tomorrow I was enthralled looking at it it was it just I I was in wonder at it it was so tremendous and I looked up and there's a beep and there he is he's in this car he must have been taking that same shortcut through the uh for the warehouse area and he's waving and I'm like no no, 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 no. This whole car reeks. Please, please don't come over. I'm a stinky, sweaty, desperate mess. So he's waving. I, I crack the window. I'm like, hey. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just going through some papers. So I was going to dump them back there and just, 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 I didn't do it at work. So I want to do it now. Made some baloney excuse. He's like, whoa, looks a bit quizzical. I'm like, really? You want a hand? I'm like, no, no, it's okay. No, I'll be in the gym. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And he goes away. And I could see that he probably thought I was odd at that point. So he goes away and I'm more gushy and mushy. I've got, I hadn't even thought about what I could have wiped up with. There was a mess on my seat. (laughs) I had this box in my hand. No, he could not possibly have helped me with this box. And I got out the car very uncomfortably squished over to the dumpster and dumped that box of shit. (laughs) That was a real case of illegal dumping. Thank you, Kitty. That was actually hilarious. Such a great storyteller. And your voice is so lovely, it almost made me forget that there was a disgusting series of events taking place. Almost. We've all been there, though. Maybe not to that extent. But I think we've all had that feeling when you gotta go. And it's the absolute worst when there's not a washroom in sight. 
kitty situation was technically illegal, I guess. Maybe not. Public dumping. Maybe indecent exposure. Mischief. I don't know. I've had people tell me they wish they had a softcore crime to confess, but they just simply don't. Since I enjoy hearing about awkward, embarrassing situations like this one, and I think we all do, let's open it up. If you have something you want to get off your chest, you want to unload a dirty little secret, send your confession to excuse me that's illegal at gmail.com. Maybe you cheated on a test or on a person, lied about something crazy. It may not technically be illegal, but morally corrupt, perhaps. As long as it's juicy, I want to hear it. Oh, and on a side note, Kitty told me she ended up living with that guy for a while. Things didn't end up working out, though, and she had to dump him. In hindsight, she says she should have handed him that box of shit that day. (laughs) I think we can all relate. We all have those relationships in our past where, if we could turn back time on that first date, instead of trying to impress that person, we'd gladly just hand them a big old box of feces. All right, everybody. Can I please get your attention for a moment as I induct the next 10 members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch? Cheryl S. Bree M. Jessica Rabbit. Sinead T. Aaron M. Amy H. Jay Cubetta. Don L. Y. Kristen D. And Jason C. You are now members of the Neighborhood Watch. Let's sound the air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, my friends. You signing up and supporting your boy on Patreon really means a lot. My bro Jack and I just did a crazy Luna Bin episode the other day over there, and things got pretty wild. For the price of a Big Mac a month, you too can become a member. Just type in patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. Or there's a link in the show notes to uh, sign up. That's all I got for you for now. Uh, Come back in another 10 days and I'll be more than happy to serve you up a hearty helping of soft coarse gum baggery. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.